welcome or welcome back to another episode of the For the Healthy Health Podcast. Where we talk about conscious living, self-awareness, and everything in between. I'm your host, Ree, Big Ree. <laughs> <laughs> Sunset Tim. Thank you so much for joining us and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Yeah. I'm hollering because I looked at the la- like the last visual and when you were saying like, when we talk about conscious living, I was nodding my head. I was making sure that you sure said, said it correct. Right. That's so funny, but. Yes. So how are y'all doing? I want to make that mistake again. Good. I was going to ask you how you were doing. I'm doing fine as um, a very healthy, hydrated black man. I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, now you can ask me. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Trying not to let people or situations take over. Like, you know, like when stuff happened, I immediately, especially yesterday, like when stuff happened, I let it control or take over my entire day and like control yeah, my yeah. mood, like trying to refrain, refrain from doing that. But I'm doing good, feeling good. The it's raining. I don't know if like the mic is picking it up, but it's raining here. Real soothing. Really vibey, you know, soothing, peaceful. So how y'all doing? We already asked them that. Did we get them time to respond? <clears throat> we didn't ask them that. Now we ask, how y'all doing? They, I don't know that they like respond. I hope they meet podcast, but Sil- like I hope they silently respond right there at their desk, desk, couch, wherever couch, they are. But respond. or I like when they DM me. DM you, DM for the healthy hoes. I might leave a little thing, like a little Q and A thing. People be scared thing. to DM me though. People do not DM <laughs> you. Like they DM they me a lot. They'll DM you and ask about me. Like y'all can talk. That to happened. Me. Y'all talk to me like it's cool. They like, don't know you like they know me. I guess so. I guess they all know what it is. That's not true though. Cause yeah, you, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, y'all DM us anytime. Anytime we love talking to y'all. It's our favorite part. About it. One of our favorite things about this is connecting yeah. and Y'all talking. Y'all are people, so we always, always want to talk. Definitely. So the topic for today is healing, but not necessarily the journey of healing, the exhausting part of the healing journey. Um, I think at times we can look at ourselves almost like a machine, a robot. Project. A project, and you want to go from like... <clears throat> prototype with 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 and you're just looking to make these improvements and that can be an exhausting thing to always be looking to improve self agree and i think we're all in our healing era and we're realizing like okay shit like you know things happened to me when i was younger and i need to heal from it and that's great because i think every single body on this earth has room to heal we're never going to be done healing Every day we're healing, every experience we can heal from. But it can become really damaging to our journey when we obsess over every little thing. Absolutely. So that's what we're digging into today. That's what we're talking about. So I won't go all the way back into my the childhood healing, though, though the entire journey is kind of healing every little piece of you at every age. Let me ask you this. At what point did you feel like in your adulthood, like, okay, I need to heal? Like, I'm using the word heal, but, like, really just learn and grow from the things that I learned growing up. At what point in your adulthood did you, like, recognize that? It was never really, uh, it was never, like, a lot of times I think in life we look for, like, this dramatic moment that kind of changes you. Spiritual awakening. I think the, yeah, like, in movies, like, the character almost get hit by a bus and shit like that. Yeah. (laughs) 
In life, you usually don't get one of those. You usually just kind of, um, you're just kind of going along and you kind of start to notice like, it feels like my actions get repetitive and things of that nature. Like, and you kind of, mm. that's, that's when you kind of recognize like things getting stale, like, or you got some of the things you wanted or you don't got some of the things you wanted and you kind of start asking yourself one of the most magical words uh, ever invented and it's why. Yeah, and what do you mean some of the things you wanted something? You mean like material or it can like be material, just like... It can be material, it can be a partner, it can be whatever you are desiring. I mean, you just get to a point where you kind of... Um, and this is a, a beautiful thing, just to even know that you like want to heal or know you, you want to improve, you know that there's something actually wrong, is a great thing. Um, a lot of times, a lot of people can get lost and not even know that something is actually wrong or they bad. They can be so stuck in the program. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So stuck into it. Uh, but yeah, that's what I meant by that. And like I said, for me, it was never a, a big event that made me want to start healing. It was just over time, just looking at certain things that I wanted to uh, improve, uh, which I'm going to get into the word improve later on. The certain things I wanted to improve uh, in my life, like my mental health, physical health, um, my actual life, my visual diary, what I see every day, I wanted to improve. And that kind of um, starts my healing journey in itself. But I say about two years ago is when I had like a rough patch mentally, like the biggest rough patch of my entire life. Um, it was like, it lasted almost, I said about seven days or so. Um, and leading up to that, just everything in the, I was doing everything that they say in the healing community to do. I was journaling, meditating. I was watching the thinker. I was doing everything, but I was doing it as if it was a job. Mm. And I think I got burnt out on the job and then a crash happened. Yeah. And that's when I kind of stepped back from all of the continuous um, cycle of healing, the, the actual, like, strategies and everything like that. And I just kind of started to live in the moment and take uh, some of them things away. So I haven't actually journaled in almost two years or so. Oh, you think it's two years? I would say a year. Maybe a year having journaled. Now, meditation is something I evolved in. Like, I don't necessarily sit down and meditate often, like, I have a book, um, I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like Teachings from a Monk. And they speak about like driving meditation. I think meditation. it's called that. It may be Teachings from a Monk, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> or but like they have driving meditations. Now I'm able to meditate actively while doing things and, and stuff of that nature. When I used to have to sit down and do it, I usually had more clouded thoughts and it was actually like an adverse effect on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for me, meditation, like... And I've said this before, I think when people think about meditation, they think about, like how you said, sitting down in a dark room, eyes closed. And it made me think about you saying like, oh, you have cloudy thoughts. I do think when you go the traditional route, there will be more cloudy thoughts. But I do think those thoughts are important to like listen to, to to even like be self-aware and hear what is going on in your head. And then you get to the other part, which meditation is really just being present, like being in the present moment, which like you said, when you're driving, like just really be completely present. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just like I said, I was practicing the normal stuff that they say in the healing community, but at that time it was actually, like I said, I was treating it like a job. So it actually had a bit of an adverse effect on my mental health. 
um, I started to dig a little deeper into just being in the moment for things and not trying to press so hard. And that's why I've talked about the word improve. I stopped trying to improve myself and just actually started to embrace myself. Okay. And there's a big difference between improving self and embracing self. Mm -hmm. I learned that. Um, embracing self and improving can be, it's, it's a similar thing, but it's a different process if you ask me. Improving is almost like like a job. with see things, take things out, add these things in, where embracing is learning it, learning why. And then from that point, if I want to improve that thing or just learn how to live with it is the biggest thing. Um, and once I learn how to live with certain parts of me, um, this journey just became a lot easier for me now. Like, I used to be a guy who struggled. I was just a person who struggled with their sleep so bad. And um, for the most part, now I can I can get a, a a full night's rest. I can actually go to sleep. And this is something I never, in my uh, thirty plus years of living, like even as a kid, I never had like I never had six hour sleep nights ever. Like ever, it was usually like blocked up. But like now, I can. I can sleep six, I mean, now I sleep about six to seven hours a day. And that's like a crazy improvement for me. Like, yeah. I mean, I might not never be an eight-hour sleeper, but this is amazing right here. Other I'm people I know. I'm getting all the sleep. <laughs> <laughs> getting all of it. Like, and, uh, but I think a lot of people like me, um, they, they struggle with that sleep part. But, yeah, yes. I love that. And I think when you are able to embrace yourself, I think of like loving and accepting you're able to understand yourself even better mm -hmm. as well and like you said like go about this journey a little easier absolutely so how was your like journey into healing or when did you notice you wanted to start healing in the first place child let me sit up <laughs> um i don't know it happened maybe like six years ago because you say yours wasn't dramatic I'm a dramatic person, so yes, I, to me, mine was dramatic. I didn't get hit by a car. Like, it wasn't a life, you know. Threatening thing. Yeah, like yeah, that. nothing like that. But I know you already know, like, six years ago, we were just, like, not in a good space physically. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess let me go back. I had just graduated college, and yeah. it was one of those things where my expectations didn't really meet my reality. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we end up taking a big move. We moved to Texas. Yep. And I personally struggled really, really hard in the beginning. I've talked about this before. Like, I wasn't able to find a job. I had just graduated college with a master's degree. I wasn't able to find a job. And then on top of that, I found out that I was pregnant. And it just seemed like my walls were crashing down. Everything was happening so quickly. And I said that I wasn't able to find a job, but I wasn't able to find a good paying job that align with my degree mm -hmm. and everyone says like that's the whole point of going to college now that's why i went to college it was like yeah. it's going to be so easy for you to get a job like you get a job yeah, just like yeah, this yeah. and you'll get a good paying that's job that's the assumption coming out of college that, exactly. that they're gonna be like dogging you for a job they're gonna be hunting you down hunting you down like, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't gotta call them they're gonna call yeah, me that's what it seems like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the uh, the expectation that I had. And like I said, my expectations weren't meeting my reality. So I, from then, went into, like, a really depressive mode, if you can remember. Like, yeah, I remember. Uh, it was really, really, like I said, really depressive. 
And from there, I found out about a book called You Are a Badass. Oh, yes, the, the yellow <laughs> book, baby. That's where it started for me. And I have to say, like, you know, you mentioned you started treating it like a job. Mm-hmm. I I didn't have that experience. I didn't technically, like, start treating it like a job. When I was reading all of these books, um, I was happy. Like, I was learning my stuff. I was learning new things and understanding that I'm not alone. Like, how I'm feeling is not alone. I'm not alone. And a lot of people feel like this. And there's actually something that I can do to, you know, grow mentally, but also create the life that I want to live. So from then, I was just, like, really inspired. That's what really got me into reading was that one book. And then from there, like, I started reading these other books. And, you know, it just became this big domino effect where I was reading these self-help books. Like, I was really in my self-help book era for years. And it really turned my life around and it got me to where I am now. And it really allowed me to heal and understand that, like I just said, I can have anything that I want. I can have any life that I want. And my physical reality doesn't determine my future mm. um, or it doesn't determine tomorrow or, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't yes. determine what I'm capable of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, but I got to a point maybe a year or two ago where the self-help books just wasn't doing it. And I felt like in order for me to grow and heal that I needed to be reading self-help books yes that's what i felt like because i was like well shit this been helping me you know so why do i why should i stop why doing switch it up it? now right but it was like every time i try to open a book and, and i'm still like this to this day like y'all see me like i'll post my books on instagram um but it's really hard for me to like read a self-help book front to back and the thing is i think with a lot of this a lot of the self-help books they're not meant to be read front to back yeah i think we just assume that way you have to take your time with it really soak in that information information like that first of all it's gold it'd be amazing information yeah. a lot of the books that i've read have changed my life completely so you really have to take your time with them but like i said i got to a point where i was just burnt out and I realized that healing is an individual experience. Mm-hmm. You know, we get on Instagram, we get on social media, YouTube, wherever you, you know, seek your recreational content from. And we see all these different people doing these different things. And at a point I was like, well, do I need to do this? Do I need to be doing this? And you kind of think that spirituality has to look a certain way and i mean from yeah yeah mental to physical like yeah yeah i I literally there was a point i was like well no i can't say that because that ain't really spiritual like there that someone who's healed doesn't say that and you know that's just not true healing is an individual experience like i said and it looks so many different ways and i found that like i said i don't have to read self-help books all the time this morning Mm -hmm. i took out becoming supernatural and i read just a few pages just to refresh my memory and i was content i was happy with that but what i found is daily activities like you mentioned meditation like simple things like that that i include in my day-to-day life really help me when it comes to like i guess just being happy being peaceful and having joy like movement you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, absolutely. cup of tea smoothie a podcast i think 
like I said before, it's damaging to obsess over healing because I definitely think I was in that era for a little bit. But now I understand like it's the small, simple things that you incorporate in your day to day life that will enhance your experience on this earth. Absolutely. So I think a big thing is crushing the image of what healing looks like, crushing the image of what healing actually is and going about it in your own fashion. Like I, once I started to do that, I started to see so much more success in my healing journey. Right. Um, to this day, I've implemented things that I thought I was going to take away um, that have actually added. Like um, during that time period where I said like two years, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play the video game. I wouldn't play it at all. Like I thought it was, um, I don't know, I just thought it was detrimental to like my mental health or who I wanted to be. You know what I mean? The guy yeah. I, was, I was going for and now I make sure, like, I make sure I'm going to play at least every other day. Mm-hmm. And adding it back in, adding other things I didn't think would, it would improve. Like, it, first off, it makes me happy when I get on and when I get off. But, like, I'm more connected with my brothers now because we play the game. I play with them. Like Cute ass. That's so cute. Oh, my God. It's, it's not cute. Have you heard us when we get angry? That shit is not cute. It's not, but I'm happy that you're having fun and bonding with yes. your brothers. If you ever see a guy play 2K, that is like, y'all. If you want to hear, if you want to hear a dude cuss, watch him play 2K. And or, I don't or make it no better or anything. I don't, you don't. I'm, y'all. I'm so petty when he be playing a game. Like he'll be yeah. like, you, like literally, he'd be like, fuck, fuck. This, <laughs> man. I should be better. I should have made that. And I'd be like, you should have made that, baby. You really should have. You really like. I, yes. <laughs> If you watching oh, his face, I wish you could see his face. Like he literally, uh, he's it's, pissed it's, just it's thinking worse. about it. But anyway, like, but yeah, I would have thought like that don't look like healing. A video game don't look like healing. It looked like, um, I don't know, fucking capitalism. I guess I don't know what I thought it looked like. It looked like another metric to take my time away. But really, it was like adding fun to my life um, yeah. and whatnot. Adding like some social um, aspects to my life. Yeah. as well like little things like that i took for granted um when i was actually on my healing job i would say on my job of healing myself i just put quotations up of healing job if nobody can see that um but yes yeah, taking away the image of what healing looks like i think healing is as you as unique as the human dna inside you that is everybody's facts. healing process should look like that i think we really need to especially me especially then reframe what it is we think that healing looks like. A huge thanks to our partner, Athletic Greens. I have recently begun to implement AG1 by Athletic Greens into my daily routine, giving me every bit of peace of mind that I need. One of the first things that I noticed is how easy it is on my digestion. I am a sensitive stomach girly, so that's something that I always pay attention to. If this is your first time hearing about AG1 by Athletic Greens, it's daily nutrients and it helps with long-term gut health. It's way more than just greens. It's all of your key health products like multivitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more working together as one. It helps the gut so your whole body can thrive. Whenever I get excited about a new health product, I literally put everybody on. I gave my mother some AG1. I gave my friends AG1. So consider this me putting y'all my friends on so if you want to take ownership of your health today is a good time to start athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com slash healthy that's athleticgreens.com slash healthy 
check it out y'all it looked different you can we're healing we're growing we're learning because like now we're using the word healing like that's the word that's the word, that's the word now it's healing but word. it's just learning growing embracing. evolving embracing loving yourself accepting yourself well you could do that i don't know <laughs> you you can find some words like you can find some words even if i had to do vegetables the way you do that like what do you mean? broccoli celery <laughs> I can't even like I had to Broccoli, I had to stop celery, spinach, <laughs> like potatoes. You can do it so good, like that is. And anyway, you find one of them every episode. That is beautiful. It's a gift. That is, it's a gift. That is beautiful. But fuck, <laughs> fuck society's expectations and you know idea of what healing looks like. We experience different shit. Yeah. So our healing journey is going to be different. Yeah. And y'all, I'm cussing. It's so funny because Yo, mama my mama, bro. <laughs> she don't be expecting that shit. When her mama hear her cuss, she like if she cusses in a video, her mama will go back and watch that part like bro, 20 times in a row. My mama has never heard me cuss. So like if y'all are not on social media, we have like these little clips, these little snippets of the podcast. And one episode, I think I said the word shit. And my mama called me and she was like, yeah, I heard you say the word shit in your <laughs> podcast. Like you ain't got, like, like you not grown as hell. Like. She was, but she did tell me, let me tell you, she was like, I played that over and over and over. She was like, girl, you don't know how many times I played that. She was like, and I could tell you don't be cussing like that. And I'm like, she, she just don't know her I baby. really do. She, I'm like, you just don't want me to be cussing yeah, like that. But I be getting down though. Um, anyway, that's, that was just really super funny. And I think that another problem when it comes to like, healing is that we have the concept of who we are now isn't good enough mm -hmm. what we have now isn't good enough you know what i'm saying i'll be happy when xyz yep when i don't think a lot of people realize that healing is being grateful for what you have now like that's a part of healing yes. like just having that gratitude for who you are where you are how far you've come like basically what we're trying to say is like happiness is for the version of you right now right you deserve it's, that you deserve that right now it's not once you get the body that you want once you have the car you want the job you want the partner you want happiness is for the version of you, just you right it. now you just did it the oh i just did you just i fucking just did fucking it. did it don't oh tell my me God. i'm fucking up about it <laughs> but happiness is for the version of you right now i think a lot of times in life we push happiness off into the future um because the future sounds so hopeful because everything went it's like we think about the future everything went right mm -hmm. so we love to put happiness there um because it just seems to sit there really pretty like and then once we feel like we can control it absolutely. truth be told we have no control very, over shit outside we have of very ourselves. little control over everything like very little and but that hope for the future, it gives you the sense of control. Yes. I mean, we ain't got none of that. We, I ain't going to say none, but. You can prepare as much as you want to, but life's going to throw you what it want to throw you. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, like, like shit is going to keep happening. Yeah. I used to think that once I, you know, was on the right path mentally, everything would go right. Shit is going to keep happening. Absolutely. It's going to keep coming. Life is going to keep coming at you. And the thing is, once you have grown, you know, mentally, spiritually, you now have the tools to deal with the things so that life, better. exactly, mm -hmm. you can deal with that so much better. This place is just as good as the next. 
is a big thing to understand too. Like where you are right now is just as good as where you're going to. The future does not hold all your promises. You can find that same happiness, that same security in the now. And I believe it's through actions. I think actions can produce the same hope that the future produces. Yeah. Because that the hope that you have in the future, that happiness you have in the future was caused by actions you did in between now and that future, that gap. There's a bunch of actions that took place for you to get there. If you start participating in those actions, you will actually feel that happiness and that hope that you're pushing off into the future in the now. Big facts. Big facts. So embrace yourself in the now. Take actions to embrace self. Uh, whatever that looks like. That's meditating, taking time to self, um, yoga class, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, video games. or Podcast. what, Podcasting. A, a solo trips. Solo date trips during the week. Yeah. Whatever it might be, you know, you got to do to embrace yourself more. Do that because this place is just as good as the next. So putting everything off into the next place. Once you do get there, you're going to find that same baggage that you uh, sent ahead of you. And then also when you live life like that, you'll find that it's never enough. Like once yeah. I've accomplished a goal, whether it be, you know, tangible or mental, I'm mm -hmm. looking for the next goal there to hit. Go. Versus just staying present and being grateful for the present moment. Absolutely. Another thing that I wanted to reiterate is that there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with us. Like, we don't need to be fixed. You know what I'm mm. saying? I think that we'll realize, you know, X, Y, Z happened to me. And everything we experienced for a reason it led up to this exact moment you know what i'm saying absolutely and sometimes we're in this journey like for a finish line expecting there yeah, to be a yeah. finish line there's no finish line there's no finish line. every single body like i said has healing to do and the journey is never over never as long as you're living leaving why did i say it like leaving. Leaving. <laughs> as long as you're living as long as you're breathing there is healing to do. And there was a point where I felt like, even you, I've heard you say this, like, oh, I was I'm done. healed. I'm, I was done. I, I, I was baby, done. I'm, I'm good and done. I'm I, healed. I, I know everything I need to know. I thought I had my last piece of anxiety. I can't remember what year it was. I was like, yeah, I'm done now. I read this book. We're, we're done you know here. Let's pack it up, folks. Last two days been great. I feel like I'm done. Like, I'm going to be perfect like, from yeah. now on. And, like, that's just not the case. Like you said, it's a never-ending thing. It's a non linear path non -linear. i haven't said it in a long time you have not got linear path <laughs> that's your first time this season yeah but this is only third episode though i'm gonna count so. them up i'm gonna count them up for yeah me. healing is a non-linear journey. Non journey like literally like yesterday i was so distraught i was so upset by things that was beyond my control but i wanted mm -hmm. to control them i had that desire that need yes to feel to control yes you was trying to control some shit you definitely couldn't control yeah but today i'm happy i'm so happy absolutely <laughs> and, uh, it's non-linear and every day is gonna be like doop, doop, every day is gonna be different doop, 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 doop. Uh, as the late great nip hustle um has told the world it's a marathon it's a motherfucking marathon it's a motherfucking marathon man shout out to nip hustle shout out to nip hustle the great yes but um and this this healing journey, I I think most of it, you know, most people speak about like healing the inner child. Oh, we gotta do and a whole episode on that one on day. Healing the inner child, each child too. Like 
each each kid that lives with me needs a different hug and needs a different Aww. like um boost like 16 yes. year old me needs something different than 10 year old me needed i love that 21 year old me but it's like it's just like a group hug like a circle almost nobody has ever explained this shit like that that is literally so beautiful i've oh, never heard nobody explaining like that oh god but yes like each one and now that i'm learning to embrace um each one differently and not fix each one um it's been so much better if i try to fix each one like kind of like okay maybe it was a point in my life i wanted to stand up for myself more if i wanted to fix that i had to become like uh uh i guess the asshole the opposite of what i was you know what i mean to fix yeah. that but that's not naturally who i am so not don't fix all. it just embrace it definitely and when it, when that thing you don't like about yourself comes up you know you embrace who you are and in that moment you do what makes you proud yeah and i think a lot of this journey is like being the person that you know 16 year old my 16 year old us might have needed or yeah. five year old us or eight year old you know what i'm saying like you yeah. said all these different versions of the inner inner you inner yes. child like just yes. embrace it all like so when moments arise like defend your inner child the way you want to the way it makes you proud um don't do as everybody um, thinks you should or the world thinks you should. Defend your inner child in a way that makes you happy. You don't have to fight when you don't want to fight. You don't have to put up a guard when you don't want to. You don't have to struggle through that thing if you don't want to. Right. Embrace you. And just thinking back about what you said, like, I think a lot of what we do and a lot of our responses and reactions are based on what we think the world. Mm-hmm wants us to do but this journey a large part of it it's just doing what the fuck you want to do yes like do what you want to do you know of course i don't have to tell y'all because i know everybody here has amazing intentions but long as it's with love yes like you know what i'm saying long as it long as it's with love i don't know why i had a hard time saying that i don't know why but yeah just move with love and like i said a lot of this shit is just doing what we want to do not like overthinking it yes like damn should i know i do that a lot like sometimes when even recording the podcast i'd be like oh no i shouldn't say that like because i'd be so concerned with how people are going to react to it yes but like i said i think as long as you're moving with love there's no wrong doing in it like there there's, yeah, there's no, no wrong damage. doing and i just be yourself and if you need to yes. say if you need to say sorry that's okay too it's okay to be like it's okay to have to say sorry about Facts. something but as long as like you said you came with love it's okay you know what i mean i think too a, a small part of that is and i said this on one episode me needing to be perfect all the time oh, yeah. like even i don't know i think my mama was raised on that idea as well i don't because you know she and i had a conversation and she was just like i'm just tired of having to be perfect yeah. And it's like, who told you that? Who told you that? Who told you you had to be perfect? Who told me I had to be perfect? But that idea is so ingrained in me and in her that it's taking time to unlearn that. It's taking time to understand that I can just be me. I don't have to be perfect. Like, you know, I'm a flawed human being, and that's so beautiful. Absolutely. And I think you can help, everybody can help themselves out with self-judgment because that's usually where all judgment starts is how you judge self and yes. that's projected into the world yes um replace the judge if you can replace your inner judgment with an inner therapist like oh i shouldn't wear that someone might say something that's what the judge might say 
a therapist might say, why do I think people will have a harsh view on this outfit? Okay, you I get what, what you're mean? saying, therapy. You yeah, ask yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. that. It's a different question, you know what I mean? It's a different vibe if you replace the judge with a therapist. Um, so be kind to self, and I think you can see that kindness spread out to the world. For sure. And when you said judgment, it made me think about something. I, I was telling you a little bit about this earlier. You was like, hold on, wait, wait, just save it for the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, say that. Um, and it kind of go back to, like, thinking that you're too healed. Like, I literally hear people say, like, I'm too healed for Sis's new album. Like, I've heard people say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm never too healed for that ratchet shit. I'm never too listen, much I'm for Listen, I'm here that. for SZA. I will listen to whatever she Man. has to say. But, um... I saw a TikTok, and it was just like, the guy was just saying, like, I'm too healed. I don't like nobody. And at the time when I seen it, I was like, shit, me neither. Like, I agree with I that. Not necessarily the too healed part, but I do feel that I've outgrown people. Um, but then I had to sit and think for a couple of days, and I was just like, am I being judgmental to these yes. people? I get what you're saying. And judgment doesn't come from a healed place. You know what I'm saying? I think... A lot of times in the past, that was my problem. Like, I would, you know, be healed or evolved in this area, in a certain area, and I expect everybody else to. To be, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else is on their own journey, and me being judgmental, it doesn't do anything. And it also is just showing that, like you said, it's inner judgment as well. Because I think the way we move with other people and the way we treat other people is the way we interact with ourselves, whether it be Absolutely. conscious or unconscious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I definitely get that. So. Yeah, healing your healing journey can get you to the point. Um, once, it, once your healing journey starts to actually have a negative effect, you do judge hard. It's like you got mm -hmm. the uh, Terminator eye. You're looking at people and you automatically, like, seeing how deep their healing journey is and how much they know themselves and you're already judging if you want to be friends with them, if you like them or anything of that nature. Um, it goes back to the old saying, not judging a book by its cover. You know what I mean? Healing looks so much different for um, this person versus that person that you can't necessarily look at somebody and see how far they've come in their own personal journey. Facts. One thing this conversation is making me think about is, you know how my mama was always like, I let everybody do them. Lord, that's her favorite. If she had a catchphrase, that would be it. That would be it. I just That'd let everybody it. do them. But she does not. Do not. And I told her, I was like, no, you don't. At first, I would just, I would let her just say it. You I would. let everybody do them. After a while, I got fed up. I was like, no, you don't, mama. Because she doesn't. She does not. And I remember explaining to her, literally, I gave her this concept. I was basically like, you know when you're driving, you're on the highway, right? Yeah. And you're supposed to be paying attention to your lane and where you're going. Absolutely. But... You in everybody else's car. Oh my God, they too close to me. Oh my God, no, no, they doing, they yeah, going too yeah, fast. They texting. they texting. They on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And once you start paying attention to what everybody else is doing, or AKA the outside noise, mm -hmm. you lose sight of where you're headed. You ah, lose sight of your journey. You should write a book. <laughs> you should write a fucking book. <laughs> but nah, like I was literally, I told her that and I'm like, I told her that years ago, and I never forgot that. Like, cause that's facts. Like, we it just made me think. What a piece of me was like, yeah, but that shit didn't work. <laughs> I love my mama. I, I don't know that it did. I don't know that any advice I've ever given her has. Worked. I don't know if any advice I ever gave anybody was taken. Like, I'm facts. Gonna, I'm gonna start shutting the fuck up, bro. That's what I'm like. I'm gonna start stop giving my motherfucking advice. Shut the fuck up. And we no. mean like people that we know, people in yeah, our yeah. family. Shut the fuck they up. They don't listen to us. 
They probably like that too. Like you give out advice. Like everybody give advice, and at the end you say, "But I don't know though." Like, oh my, gotta, like gotta literally, there's a meme. Know. There's a meme that's like, um, that's why every time I give advice, I be like, "I don't, I don't know, know though," the end, like, because I don't want nobody blame me for some <laughs> I shit. That, life up. <laughs> exactly. I, I ain't fuck nobody life up. Nobody took my advice, but yeah, yeah, but I take your advice though. I take your advice too. Do yeah. you take my advice? Yeah, I do all the time. Because I don't know. <laughs> what I don't do that like. <laughs> I thought I took your advice. Um, you do take my advice, but you don't like you don't like for me to feel like I'm right. No, that ain't it. It's just that when you when you get to be right about something, um, you kind of never let it go, and it kind of spirals into this like snowball effect of now you want to direct everything. And I'm healing from that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm healing from that. Okay. And you should you should heal from. Yes, from that and embrace and embrace your opinion about things again. Exactly. So I'm I now I'm gonna add I'm gonna add the thirty year old me to the hood club now. Please add. Because you abused him for the longest. I did not abuse you. Another. That's another. That's. A, I abused you. Thirty year old him. Yeah, you bullied him. Oh, bully! I bully yeah. you to this day. To this day. So. Somebody has to. Somebody needs to. If not, I feel like a badass all the time. So it needs to balance out. So it, that's about right. Yeah. But with that being said. Don't obsess over your healing journey. Mm -mm. It's a lifelong journey. You have time. Time. Time is your ally. Ally. You told me that. Time Are we the Migos? Uh. Because you was like ally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Rest yeah, in peace take off. Rest in peace take off. But yeah, time is your ally. You have time. This journey is forever. Because I think that sometimes we feel like, oh, I got to do this before X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? We're in a rush. Yeah, We're absolutely. in a rush. There's, it's a marathon. It's a marathon. There's no finish line. It's a marathon. And just remember to incorporate habits into your daily life that make you feel good. Yes. And don't improve self. Just embrace self. Love yourself. Yes. Give your, heal that inner child. Give, your, give that inner child a big... Nice warm hug. All the inner childs, the twenty-year-old inner child, the nineteen-year-old, and the sixteen-year-old, all year of them, because you deserve forgiveness from yourself. You didn't have all the knowledge. You didn't know everything. You didn't know. You were just a baby, in a sense, trying to find his way. Definitely. You know what I mean? So, make sure you embrace yourself. Don't improve yourself. The version of you right now is good. It's enough. You have happiness right now with you, not right in now. the future. Facts. Facts. Drink some water too. Drink some water. We always got to drink. Make drink sure water. you hydrate. But yeah, you're enough. You're good enough. And there's nothing wrong with you. On that note, we're going to end off the podcast right here. We love y'all. And I hope that y'all love y'all. I hope that you love yourself. Give yourself some love today. You deserve that. Give that, you know, the younger version of you some love too. Smooth. We'll talk to y'all next time. Peace. Bye.